Many real estate agents across Australia confidently refer Property Insurance Plus to their clients as they recognise the price and benefit value of their policy combined with the client-focused service they deliver. They offer a comprehensive building and landlord insurance facility and have formed a powerhouse to present the very best in investment property insurance. Contact PIP today to find out more. Welcome to my PM Collective podcast where I have open and transparent chats with others in the property management industry to talk about real things like mental health, wellness, the job and the struggles. My name is Ashley Goodchild and I've been working in property management for more than 20 years. I am one of the leading BDMs in WA, mum of three and self-confessed workaholic. I'm the owner of Soco Realty and Property Profiling Australia and the founder of the Happy Property Manager online membership. We support property managers all over Australia through mental health awareness and a collaborative style training to become happy property managers through monthly expert training videos and a safe and private Facebook community. To find out more, head over to pmcollective.com.au. Today on the show, we have the famous Dennis Yusuf, who is a, actually, Dennis, I, I feel I feel like I normally I would introduce and get people to introduce themselves, but I feel like just telling them, just go Google Dennis, if you don't know his name, and find out for yourself. But if they were to Google you, what, or if they don't know you, um, tell us uh, who you are, what you do. Well, I mean, they might find my um, fruit shop photos that have been online on the market too. So it's Dennis with a Z, by the way, or a Z, depending what part of the world that you're from and listening in on. Um, so um, I'm a thank you. And, and Ash, I'm, I'm not famous. It's, it's Dennis. This is Dennis. Come on. We, we were meant to start this recording two hours ago. <laughs> we and just kept on chatting. But, um, Um, it might look um i'm dennis i I was a uh, fruit and veg to real estate um real estate trainer and now um global real estate trainer author mentor and coach um we run events as well i absolutely love doing what i do but um you can google me it's easy to find you'll find lots of photos and selfies of my travels excellent (laughs) and and going back to um what you were doing before you became a trainer and a coach um your role was BDM was it was yep. it property manager then BDM or just BDM? No, I was. Uh, I started in leasing, so leasing. Uh, pure leasing agent. So I did leasing, I did arrears and maintenance as part of that leasing and applications, obviously. Um, and any new um, owners that got, I was the one that entered them into the system as well. You know. But that's all I did. Then I um, found out what, you know, I used to love. We all know when, you know, especially in the market at the moment, there's so many tenants looking. And we're fighting for the good tenants, right? So there was nothing better than being a leasing agent and, and securing that number one tenant that you knew was going to be good and you beat your rivals. And I thought that was a buzz. Then I found out about BDM. That wasn't called BDM back then, but, uh, you know, um, that there was a, a real estate agent that went to people's houses and pitched for the business and beat the rivals at it. That's what I wanted to do. You know, so I was leasing agent to BDM. Um, I'm quite competitive, so I loved it. I love connecting with people. I love talking to people. I love educating people. 
And um, to me, that was the best job. I was never a property manager. Yeah. And, and I think that's what I love about property management as a whole is I feel like as an industry, if you just get into one part of it and mm. if you, from that position, realise that you are an introvert, then you might be better suited at trust accounting or the admin side. But maybe you've worked out that you actually really love the whole networking and the extrovert yeah. side of things. So then you can go into that role. There's just so many ways that you can move in the property management career and industry um, to suit your personality and your style. And I think that's one of the beauties of, of working in it. Here, absolutely. I mean, all facets and all, all types of personalities can work in real estate. But he, he's one to throw one at you. I'm an introvert. Really? Yeah, Since I when? know, right? Since when? <laughs> <laughs> okay, like your history of knowing me is yeah. I see you on stage, I see you in front of hundreds of people talking, you do podcasts, you do videos, you know, but I'm talking about my specialty. I'm talking about my love, what I'm passionate about, right, and I love it. You put me in, okay, you take me to a bar and there's 100 people at the bar. I'm not just going to go up and talk to anyone. I'm going to sit back in the corner, have my drink. I'm going to people watch, enjoy, and I'm going to pray people come over and talk to me. Okay. But if I'm in a room of real estate agents, that's another story because it's my passion. And naturally they'll come, oh, there's Dennis. So it's easy to have a conversation with those people. Yeah. I am introvert. But, you know, if I'm hanging with you and a couple of friends, I'll be the loud one in the group. Yeah, in the but safe, pl- in the safe place. place. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but if I'm in a new group of people. So my, my daughter jokes at me because she's a pure introvert Libby. You know, she's like, Dad, you're not an introvert. She calls it something else. It's like somewhere in the middle, you know. But, yeah, but back to what you said, you're right. Real estate has got one of those, it's a beautiful thing, doesn't matter what personality you are, there's a role, there's a position for you, you know, and if you find your passion in that, even better. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Now, um, the reason why I've had you on today, because you are normally the host of a podcast, not the guest, so it's exciting for me, and I'm normally your guest and you're the host, so (laughs) I I, I love that I... I mean, I don't want to say that I've got the, um, you know, the, the, the power right now, but um, I sort of do a little bit. <laughs> so, and, 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 and for the, for the listeners, I haven't, um, I haven't prepped anything for Dennis because I thought, you know, he's a, he's a pro. He can, um, he can manage any questions that I've got for him. But what I want to talk to you about is the coaching side of things and when to know um, when you need a coach, why you would need a coach is it the business owner's responsibility? Is it the employee's responsibility? Um, I just I guess, want to have that open conversation around that. So the first thing I guess we'll start with is when, when would someone know that they need a coach? What do you think? Well, they, okay, great questions. I'm really excited to be able to answer. You've kind of given me three or four there and, and they're really, really good questions. Never been asked of me actually. Um, but... If you don't know when you should be getting a coach, that's when you should be getting a coach. If you don't know the answer because you're in an unknown. People ring a real estate office because they don't know the question, so they need to get an expert to help them. You know, we were sharing earlier and you said, um, you know, you get um, owners, they'll ring you up, potential landlords, and they've got 10, 12 questions. If they knew the answers, they'd be self-managing and doing it themselves and they wouldn't be ringing you. But that, so they, that, that's a prime example of them having to um, then have to hire someone 
Oops, that's my phone. <laughs> um, so, you know, the, 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 you know, straight away, if you were to join a, a new sporting team, right, a cricket team, a netball team, soccer, football, AFL, whatever it is, you've got a coach from day one. Yeah. Straight away, right? If you've got a business set up that has got a great mentor program in place, really good department heads that are experts in the field that you're going to be working in, perfect because they are like your coach. But if you feel like you've hit your peak and they're not teaching you anything anymore, that's the sign. That's when you know you need to be, you know, looking at getting someone else. But, you know, if you're career-driven, right, then you need to be getting someone straight away. You know, you might go into entry level. Entry level could be working at the front desk. Entry level could be working as a leasing agent or as an assistant PM. Whatever it is, depending where you want to go, get that coach as early as you can. Now, and let's be clear, it's not a race to get to the top. It's about mastering the area that you're in and then moving into those next stages up. I mean, I, I believe your best position going into sales, leasing, BDM, sales. That, yeah. That's like that, that flow, right? A good BDM can earn just as much money as a good sales agent. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and yeah. just for the, for the listeners, like the, the coaching that you would specialize in, would, would you say lead generation, new business that that's your specialty, isn't it? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Today's wonderful sponsor is Property Assist WA. Shannon and her team are really committed to assisting property managers' workload by assisting them with outsourcing services like routine inspections, final bond inspections and property condition reports. Keep your property managers doing what they love and outsource the things they don't to a company that thrives on positive feedback and guarantees a premium personalised service with a smile. The vision of Property Assist WA is to make a difference to the quality and perception of property managers, enabling you to keep your clients happy whilst improving the efficiency of your staff. Yeah, it is. So lead, lead gen certainly, um, you know, a, a lot of businesses, they do rely on um, sales agents to grow the business. That's certainly an area that um, is one of, you know, many leads that you can do to generate. So, um, most of the coaching is around lead generation, company growth, scripts and dialogue, that individual BDM as well. So we do cater for those three main key areas. Then there's, you know, there's social media that's an aspect of lead generation. As you know, you are becoming the queen of, of the social media world and it's a massive lead generation tool. Everyone, like, rolls their eyes at TikTok, Facebook, Instagram and YouTube and you know, all of that, but you have to be in it. Yeah, I'm definitely finding with the social media at the moment, it's not necessarily just about like being on those platforms, but by being active just on the internet, I actually do find that the whole SEO, the Google, you just come up so much more because like let's use TikTok or Instagram, for example, that they, they probably pay for their own SEO to bring your name up to the top. Like it's, Yep. The, it's the whole digital footprint that you're creating, not just specifically I'm on Instagram. That's right. And and LinkedIn's the same, right? So, if, like, yeah. you know, you said at the beginning, if, you know, Google Dennis Yusuf, Google my name. Yeah. 
There's going to be there's going to be one right at the top saying see if he's on Facebook. There's going to be one right at the top. Is he on LinkedIn? There's going to be an Instagram. There's going to be Google. There's going to be my YouTube. YouTube's going to YouTube. be way up there. The videos. YouTube is king, right? King and queen, whatever is at the top. You know, so um, and, and that means that you've got to do video, right? Yeah. Because YouTube, like you were, you're nodding your head going, yeah, yeah, YouTube, right? So that yeah. means video. It's all part of the social network that you need to be part of. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so. YouTube's a good one at the moment. I'm um, actually getting new business off YouTube. So, um, and people commenting and wanting question, asking questions on YouTube on the videos. And I've also started investing time into um, commenting on some of the property mentors um, or buyers agents videos with with comments. And I was probably quite smart with this. And this is maybe a tip for other states, but my name on YouTube is Perth Property Manager. So when I comment on something, it says Perth Property Manager. So maybe if you're the first Adelaide property manager to listen to this podcast, jump on and get your YouTube name as Property Manager Adelaide. Are we thinking of the same person right now? <laughs> yes, yes, we are. Starts with a J and ends in a W. <laughs> a JW, listen to this. Um, but yeah, so um, just going back to because your coaching is based on lead generation and yep. um, and business growth as a general. So if you don't know, do I need a coach? The, um, that would be if you are someone where you're sort of saying, I need some aggressive growth in my business. I'm struggling with leads at the moment. I don't know where to even start getting the leads. I don't know if what I'm doing is working at the moment. They would be perfect. If you're asking yourself those questions, that would be the perfect um, perfect intro into, I think I should speak to a coach and see if that's going to help me. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, there's a lot of businesses that do incentives as well. And, and if someone wants to earn a little bit of extra money, I mean, you know, within their business, growth should be one of the, four, you know, the foremost forefronts of, of doing that. So if you're a property manager, you bring some lead gen in for the office to sign up, you know, talk to your boss about that. And that's where we can help you as well, right? Um, bringing those things in. It's one of those things, Ashley, that um, BDMing, we call it BDMing. I think individual BDMs is becoming a dying breed as well because of the, the um, social climate of what's happened. Um, people are falling back into property management because there's been so much strain, right? So now it's trying to get those BDMs back in place because so much is sold. Um, a lot of principals that I'm speaking with around the world are saying that they want to teach their property managers how to grow. Now, we all know that's happened before. We've been here before years ago. Property managers don't have the same mindset. They're not sales orientated. I'm not saying they can't do it. I have turned in, I've turned some amazing property managers into great BDMs. One of our friends, Shoshana McNichol, is a prime example of that, right? She actually, when I went into their office, said, you'll never have me do video. You'll never, you know. But with the coaching, the, the boss paid for that coaching. It was kind of forced on her, right? But yep. she, she ended up loving it, absolutely loving it, did the coaching, and um, and now she's out on her own, doing her own business. Yeah, she's know? going good. Yeah. So um, knowing when, when you're starting to get not listing the properties, that's when you need to start rethinking. When you're struggling with scripts and dollars, don't know what to say, that's when you, you know, need to get the business. 
Don't blame they just wanted a cheaper fee. That is not an excuse and a reason why someone didn't sign with you. You just weren't capable of signing them up. So when you're starting to get the knockbacks and the no's, that's when you need to get a coach. But I also challenge people on that. Michael Jordan was the number one basketball player in the world, if not still is the best that's ever been, um, you know, put on the planet. He not only had one coach, he had six coaches. Wow. He was already the best. He was already the best, but he wanted to continue to be better. You know, Tiger Woods, multiple coaches, Australian cricket team, world champions at cricket, New Zealand All Blacks are all champions, but they had multiple coaches to continue to keep that accountability and drive. So there's different reasons for coaches, right? You've got coaches. I've got coaches. I've got four coaches. Mm, yeah. You know, as well. So, so you know, I'm all about self-development. So coach, coach, coach. Yeah, yeah. And we can get very complacent and we can also get into a rut where what we think is normal. Like I let's hypothetically say that there's a BDM who brings in 10 new listings per month and they think they're going really well and their business owner thinks that they're going really well. Well, what happens if I told you that you could get someone to help and coach you and you could bring in 30 per month and constantly pushing that boundary a little bit further, which for me, I work the same as you. I like pushing, you know, if I can just improve myself 10% each year um, and continue to do that, I I think it's really, really important in becoming complacent. Um, And the other thing, I've got a bit of a theory with BDMs um, and also business owners. But if you think about it, property managers have sort of got each other. They generally are in a team. They've got each other to bounce their, their ideas off. But we've got BDMs and quite often the standard office, if they have a BDM, they've only got one in the business. They're very much on their own playing field as well as a business owner and they don't have anyone to be accountable to and they don't have anyone pushing them. So I feel that the accountability of a coach is actually very, very important and I know that if you don't think someone is or if you think there's potential in the BDM to do more or be more or push their personal boundaries a little bit more, like video, for example, mm-hmm. um, you're going to hold them to that and that's going to make them a better prof- a better BDM. But if they, but who's going to do that if they don't get a coach? Oh, totally. The accountability is massive. I wish I had a coach. I wish yeah. I had someone driving and pushing me, you know, listing over 900 properties in four years. I only can imagine if I had someone tapping me on the shoulder. I know I was a freak. I know I was self-driven, had a whiteboard, had my numbers on it, competing against myself all the time. I knew my percentages of what I signed up at full fee and stuff. So you can put that self-accountability on yourself and a good BDM is very good at that. Um, However, someone that's been pushed, you know, we have a coaching program at the moment where I've got got business owners in groups on training them together, putting that accountability and they're competing against each other, you know, and they love it. They love that competitiveness. They love that group environment. And it's not just the business owner. It's the whole, so if I was training your office as part of this, your whole team is in it. And I've got all these windows in a Zoom and there's all these teams and they love it, yeah. you know, because you can't ring your neighbour up and say, hey, hey, how many did you list this month? You can't do that. <laughs> you know, I would have loved to ring my rivals and, because you just don't know. But but having a good buddy system and having an accountability coach is is valuable. 
And I, and I love getting those groups together because I'm very big on positive comparisons. So let's say you've got a group and this team's bringing in this many listings and they're bringing in that many. Yeah. To pos- positively compare yourself is really important because you can say to yourself, okay, I'm on the right track, I'm doing well. Or you might go, okay, I actually think there's a little bit of room for improvement. I need to push my numbers up a little bit more. But unless you actually have those networks, all those groups where you chat to people, you're going to think that your normal is everyone's normal when it's actually not. So um, those groups are really, really great to have. Um, Can I ask a bit of, I don't know whether you can answer this one or not, but coaching, like maybe like with your clients, is it always paid by the business owner or do you have like do you have individual employees who can't get their business owner to pay? Do they pay for it separately? Are there any people doing that at the moment? Yeah, there is, absolutely. Great. You know, it blows me away that um, some business owners don't see the value in, um, in teaching their staff to, and they're not all like this, but there's some, but, but they don't see the value in teaching their staff to grow the business. You know, our lowest, lowest, lowest package, you only have to list one property and you'll get the money back in the fees to cover our fees, just one a month on top of what they're already doing. You know, and, they, and there's so many more hours and hours of training and content that you've got and you only have to list one property a month. Now, let's think about the, the um, income. I'm just basing that on the income. What about the asset value it's bringing into the business as well, right? Then you might sell it in six months, 12 months, 18 months, whatever. You know, so it, it, it's a forefront. And if your team are being trained, the grass doesn't look greener on the other side at another office, you know, so it's about self-development, you know, uh, that culture. But I have, at the moment, I think just in the last couple of months, I'm going to say about 15% are individuals that are paid for the coaching themselves. Wow. I mean, I'd love to hear that because I think it's really important. I paid for my own training. My boss didn't pay for mine. I had to to pay for my own training to go to Queensland, to Sydney, to Melbourne, wherever, pay for the tickets, the memberships, everything you know, to, to get in. And I was so excited to meet other real estate agents around Australia. I thought that was amazing, you know, and I learned from the sponsors. I, I would listen to the BDMs, the sponsors, you yeah. know, because there was no BDM training back when I was a real estate agent, you know, there was nothing around. So, um, you know, being, you know, I, I see a lot of value. If someone rings me up and they say, Dennis, I'm paying for this myself, I'm, I'd say, look, let me send an email to your boss, CC me in, let's give it a go. If not, I will help them. I'll do whatever I can to get them on board because they're showing signs of wanting to learn. I want to train people who want to learn. I can get 50 phone calls and if one says they want to learn, I'm going to choose that one person over the 49. Yeah because they want to learn. They're hungry. They're going to listen to what you've got to say. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. As opposed to a business owner who, I mean, I'm just going to say stereotypically, wants more money yep. in the business um, and making their, their staff member do it and it might not be the right match for them or it is completely, it's a completely t- a different type of person and um and self-development you're going to get out of that person. And I, I right now, like I think that is so good to hear that people are personally taking responsibility for the training because I feel that there's always a lot of responsibility that does fall back on the business owner. Now, you, you can definitely argue both sides. 
they're building an asset, I would actually probably have some sort of, uh, if it was me being a BDM investing personally, I would probably say to the business owner, if they said, if they specifically said no to paying for the coaching, I would say, okay, no worries. But I would put in a KPI plan to say, well, if my expected KPI is this many properties per month, but I bring in this many, then I want to be refunded or I, I don't know, you could do it. You could do any KPI program you want, but there's, then that's a give and take that saying to the, the business owner, I'll invest in it. But if I'm growing your asset, I also want a bit of, <laughs> bit of oh, give and take. You know? Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, Ashley, on, on, on that KPI, the thing is our, our training is an individual. It's company. Our, our, our lowest fee is the whole company gets access. So yeah. if you've got 10 staff, right, I don't want to call out figures and stuff, but yeah. your whole team get access to it, not yeah. just the BM. We have got social media training, property management nuts and bolts. We've got fee maximization training. We've got it's all in there. BDM company growth, you know, scripts and dialogues. We're about to write a book on scripts and dialogues because there's a huge demand for it. You know, there's so much training in there. Um, so it, it's motivational training, team building training. You know, so it's not just growth. So mm-hmm. the boss is going to benefit from that staff member paying for it themselves. But now the ball's in the court of the individual if he wants them to have access to it. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely, 100%. That's right. But uh, you, you do get such be- so much better performance and interest um, when they do pay for themselves. And, yeah, I, I'm a big pro for self-development personally. And I think that's as well like with the PM Collective membership is that I really did um and ah uh, whether it should be a business expense or a employee expense. And I have decided to go down the road of it, the membership being a um, an employee one because I want I want members to personally want to be there and to get get that self development out of it um, for themselves because I yeah I don't I do see a lot of people put blame on employers and I do feel that there is some responsibility to be taken individually for your own personal growth your career your position um, etc. So I yeah no that's really really great to hear with all that. Let's, cha- you know, let's challenge them on that. They choose to stay there if their boss doesn't want to put them through training. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, so um, I'm not saying that their bosses are toxic or anything like that. If they don't want um, to put them through the training, there might be a reason. Talk to your boss about it. They might be, you know what, I've already spoken to Dennis, Darren or Michael, and we've actually got them coming into the office in three months' time to do a full day. Or we're going to their conference or, you know, like have a talk to them about stuff like that as well. You know, so um, ask them why, you know. It, it could be right now we're, we're moving office or we've, all of our money's gone here, give me, come back to me in eight weeks or, or something. It's about having those open discussions as well. Um, you know, I, I remember I did have one individual, they changed from one office to another one. I said, finally, I'm actually now a member because they're already with you guys and they just cancelled the membership, right? Oh, no. <laughs> Anyway, I, I rang the boss up and I said, look, I don't know if you're aware that your head of department, you know, cancelled. And they go, what? I didn't know. What's going on? I told them the cutbacks, but not you guys, you know. Yeah. And yeah. so we fixed that up quickly. But I, I was, um, but, yeah, 
But it's just having conversations, right, with them. It's connecting with your bosses like you're connecting with your clients and connecting with your potential clients. Yeah, those open discussions are really important, I think, to have um, and... You, I mean, even like a way to approach it, I'm just sort of thinking out loud, would be um, to the boss, do we have a budget for um, for coaching or do we have a budget for self-development? Because I've been looking at a few options and I think that um, that this membership would or this coaching would be really beneficial for us because I feel that I could really improve the number of leads and it's for the office, blah, blah. Or, you know, having just asking nicely, and having that conversation, like you said, so important. Um, that's what I'd encourage. If, if, if you were someone who felt that you, you, the business could benefit from it, but you don't know how to ask the business owner. And I just was trying to think, like t- playing devil's advocate from a business owner's point of view, that maybe there could be business owners that sort of say, well, I pay, I don't know, I pay a BDM very good money and I expect them to know exactly how to do it. That could, yep. that could be something that a, a business owner would say. And then yep. maybe the, the BDM would feel like they don't know what they're doing if they're asking for the help, but it's, that's actually, it's, that's not the case for well, you. And I know that it's not the case, but that could be the mindset of people. Oh, absolutely. I've got a BDM that's already signing up 10 you know, and someone else is wanting to get into the BDM role as well. It could be the case, the second BDM coming on board. You know, that could be um, the reasoning. And that certainly happened in cases. Uh, One of my top BDMs in Australia um, already had two other BDMs and they came in to um, a position, right? And they wanted our training, but the boss was like, but we're already doing good numbers. You know, you should learn off those BDMs. And then, the, but she knew those BDMs were only getting leads from sales. And she and she and I, I said, look, I sat with her, and I'm happy to do that with anyone listening. I'll sit with you and give you the script to say to the owners, even if they've got other training on board and they're not getting the benefit from it, or if they've had our training before um, and it didn't work for them. It doesn't mean our training's no good. It just means the staff member wasn't putting it in place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and it does work because our and it it's proven training. Work for me, works for everyone else I'm training. And of course it's not gonna, you know, the ones that tend not to put it in place don't do it. But um I'm happy to have a conversation and help people with scripts and getting training over the line. Yeah, well. excellent. I, well, that's good. I want as many I've got free training, I've got a free book that people can read. You know, give it to the boss, get them to read the book for crying out loud. Just read the contents and you're going to learn from it, you know. So um, I'll actually, have I sent you a book yet, Ashley? I'll have to send you one. Oh, you haven't sent me one yet, Dennis. (laughs) I would love to have a read. (laughs) I'll send you one. And do you know what? It hasn't even got, Darren Darren, uh, Hunter, one of my business partners, had my face on the front and I went, I don't want my face in the front of my book. <laughs> so, can you so, can you hold yeah hold the book up for me so we can see? Yeah. It's got it's got the back of me on it. I quite like that photo though. I think it's a great photo. Yeah, it's got my vest. Everyone knows me in the vest, right? But um, look, it's a free book. I'll post you one out. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll send one out to you. And if anyone, um, it's a free book. You just got to pay for the postage. You know, pmleadsecrets.com. Um, you will learn lots from it. The feedback I'm getting is it's, it's overwhelming. Uh, it was really hard to write. It's actually um, 
it was quite difficult to write because when you're on stage, you've got your enthusiasm, you eyeball people, you can control a room. And when you know you're, you know, when you're teaching someone something and you're about to share something that you know is going to change the way they look at being a BDM or a real estate agent, you can sense the room change. When you're writing a book, you don't have that. No. It's stripped back. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's stripped right back. It was difficult to, to write. But um, one of my clients in America um, rang me and said, you didn't write this book. And I went, what do you mean I didn't write the book? She goes, I'm like, I can't hear you. And I said, what do you mean? She goes, well, when you're on stage, you're loud, you're this, you're enthusiastic. There needs to be more exclamation marks in between the words and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, I think the book is like a really great intro just to sort of finish this off with um, that if for any reason um, the budget doesn't allow for actual coaching, coaching directly, there's lots of other ways that we can do self-development. So a classic example is, is buying the book and reading that, um, listening to the podcasts and learning from that. I mean, what, what other it's things have we got there? $10 in Australia. Yeah. The book, I'll post it to you within $10, pmleadsecrets.com and just fill in the form. But, I mean, we've got podcasts. We've got so much information on our websites and stuff as well, as you do on your websites, right? Yeah. What, what, what's you your podcast? You've got, have you got a couple of podcasts or names? Uh, yeah, yeah we've you... got BDM Coach podcast show. We've got the PM Lead Secrets. We've got yeah. – um, crikey, now I'm thinking, right? I don't even have all the – I've got them. Oh, here it is. It's in front yeah. of me. I've got all the material in front Yeah, 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 tell me. Yeah. So, so we've got BDM Coach. We've got the PM Growth Expert Show. We've got the Pam Power podcast show and the Secret Shopifiles as well. And are they um, available for anyone to listen to all of those podcasts, or are some of them they're exclusive for members? They're all free. No, 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 they're all free. You just go to iTunes podcast. Go to InspiredGrowthTraining.com. Click on podcasts. It's all Perfect. there, and all channels are there. Um, and you know they're on iTunes, Spotify, um, Podbean, the lot. Perfect. Well, that's, I think, a really great um, option for people to start off um, the, the year and to just start getting into the podcast um, and, the, and learn from them, get the book, and then I know that you are completely an open book personally as well. If anyone ever wants to yep. give you a call, what's the best way of getting in touch with you? Uh, I mean, if you Google me, like you said earlier, you'll find, you'll find everything there. I mean, my, my phone number, um, 0416-218-522. Email me, dennis at igtmail.com. Um, look, I, I don't, people always think that I'm too busy, you know. Um, I'm never too busy to pick up the phone and help someone. I, I started real estate training because I wanted to help more people, you know. Um, I didn't um, do it so I'd become too busy. I've got an executive assistant that absolutely runs my life and runs it down to a T. So she's actually freed me up. So, you know, 2022 is me connecting with people again. Uh, you know, I want to get into as many offices as I can, catch up with people, finally get to travel around to more cities and, um, you know, really help those pain points of growth again and, and encourage people because there's no, there's no reason why people can't listen to a podcast. Listen to podcasts yeah. as part of your team training in the car, on your way. You know, you listen to the same one over and over and over again. You'll catch something different each time. It's like watching a movie. Oh, I didn't get that trick last time, you know? 
So, yeah, yeah there's so much free knowledge out there. And that's one thing as well um, that I've always admired about you guys is that, yes, you you have the membership, but you also do your absolute best to get around and travel around and to connect with people in person, which is probably the one of the standouts for me is that I know that whenever you come to Perth, which I don't know when you'll be in Perth next, but whenever you come to Perth, I know that you always reach out and you say, who's catching up? Let's go out yeah. for a drink or for dinner. and um, that for me is really important to just to connect in person um, as frequently as frequently as you can as well. So that's um, definitely for me the standout. Yeah, appreciate that feedback. It's something that I've always done as a coach when I first started because I remember being at conferences myself or seminars, whatever, and there was always a cue to go speak to the speaker, or you were too scared to go speak to them. Yeah. Meet me at the bar. I'm at the pizza shop. We were at the pizza shop last time at the bar. You know, we went to the Crown, wherever we go, where, you know, and, and people just relax, they talk, they get to know. I'm there for you to ask me questions about real estate and how I can help. Otherwise, I'm saying, what's the next drink we're ordering? Yeah. You know, absolutely. Pizza we're getting, you know, uh, we're human just like you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I really, really appreciate you coming on and chatting to everyone and um, and a great intro for people that don't know whether they need a coach. Obviously, um, Dennis is a great option for the business growth side of things, but there's lots of coaches around. Maybe you need a coach for mindset or a coach, um, you know, uh, for physically even like PT, you know what I mean? But whatever it is, um, that should help lead, lead you into knowing when is the time to get a coach or start the conversations about it. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for having me. And again, um, anyone can reach out or you can contact Ashley. She's got all my details as well. Thanks for having me, um, Ash. It's um, always great catching up. So yes. much for a twenty-minute, twenty-minute like recording. <laughs> I know, I know, and I and I'm thinking we've um, we've now been chatting, even though the podcast has been short, but we've been chatting um, for about an hour and a half. And um, I've got I've got the I'm in the car at the moment, um, and I've got the kids circling around because like this is where the quiet place is, and I've got the kids circling around in their scooters wanting my attention. So I'm going to head off and go do that. And lovely to speak to you again, Dennis. And um, we will reach out, or anyone will reach out if they need to. Thank you. Thank you. ONTAP Plumbing and Gas covers all Perth areas from Mandurah to Two Rocks and has a team of plumbing, drainage and hot water experts. They have an amazing reputation for their excellent service and quality workmanship on time, every time, and it is easy to see why they are a favourite to many Perth property managers. Whether you just need some friendly advice or an obligation-free quote, look no further than ONTAP Plumbing and Gas.